on this episode of Jesus Center Stage, we have the unexpected topic of God's timing. Now that we think about it, maybe this was God's timing. Alright, so we're sitting here talking about confusing books of the Bible. Which uh, I don't understand why you think it's confusing. Well, our Bible study this this week it has been in Job. And it has been so confusing to me. The only confusing I, part I find is that if I'm listening to it on my way to work and I don't know who's talking, then yeah. I get confused. Yeah. Because so if it, I look at who's talking. And today, I, in today's study, they brought in a fourth person. Yes. So now we got somebody else to keep up with. Which, by the way, if I was going to insert myself into the book of Job, I'm pretty sure I would be like on Eli, Elihu's or however you say his name. Mm-hmm. I'd be on his. Like I, I feel like his argument was the was the best yeah terry, even though it was still wrong yeah terry lee <laughs> said it was still wrong but i just i feel like it was because he like he rebuked job for how job was saying that god should answer him yeah and he's like who do you think you are and when god shows up spoiler alert he's going to kind of say the same thing mm-hmm. so in that in that way i feel like elihu was the yeah was the it's closest just, accurate I, you know i've read the book of job probably twice all the way through and it's I'm, I'm realizing now that I know when I I can tell people yeah I know what the book of Job is about or whatever but I kind of know the framework of it and how it begins Not the dialogue. and how it ends but when I've we've done this deeper study I realize that a lot of the wording, a lot of the phrasing, and I'm I've listened in two different versions, so it's not just that, but just that literary style is mm-hmm. is difficult the, the for me to understand. So I know I know the concept of the the story of Job. They're just very dramatic when they talk. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but we was talking about that, and then Romans chapter seven, where the Which I do what favorite. I don't want to do, but I do do what I don't want to. Don't no, do, you're not even saying I don't it, do right? what I don't do, and I do do what I do don't want to do. <laughs> it's yeah. not See how, how it, confusing it is? That's because you said it wrong. <laughs> it doesn't go like that. He says, the things that I would, I do not, and the things that I do not want to do, those that I do. I don't understand why that's confusing. That's, that is literally the... There's more of it. That is that. literally the the daily struggle between flesh and spirit. Yes. The things that I know I ought to do, the things that I want to do, I fail at. But and the you, things that I don't want to do, that's what I end up yes, doing. But that's like, just, so that was easy. just a portion of it. It continues going and going. But it's the still that same... Woods it's, and it's the same w- thing. It's the same. It's it's the war between flesh and spirit. Once again, I get the concept. <laughs> it's just reading the scripture. But I, as I was telling you just before we started, I think I'm getting a better grasp on that on Romans seven than I have on Job. But uh, I'm really I like forward. Job because I like the dramatic yeah. flair. It's like reading Shakespeare, but it's Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward when the when we. When we get out of Job, which I think is Friday, um, and then go back into... No, it's Saturday. Saturday. It's the 15th. Okay. Go back into more of the story-type portions of the Bible. So Yes. And then just remember, while you're fussing about Job, wanting to get done with Job, that we have Leviticus and Numbers coming up and Yay. Deuteronomy. Yay. And then you'll be like, can we go read Job again? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Leviticus and Deuteronomy are going to be tough. They really are. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we started just, let me look here. Four minutes ago, we started, and you don't know what our topic is. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason you don't is because I decided what our topic was going to be about four minutes and 20 seconds ago. Okay. So... Our topic today is going to be God's timing. Ooh. We're going to talk on God's timing today. Um, we've had a busy week, and the reason we just now coming up with a topic is because we this had is a, a great topic, by the way. Y'all aren't even ready. <laughs> uh, we have we had a, a busy weekend. We went away for our anniversary, which um, is tomorrow. Which actually is tomorrow, but because of work and such, we took this past weekend and went away. Um, and had a lot of fun. We <laughs> you got make to, it sound so bad. We went away. We went away. <laughs> well, that means we didn't just stay home. True. Um, we did kind of literally yeah. go away in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So, so we we went away. had had uh, had a great time, and then uh, we visited um, Michael Youssef's church on Sunday on our way home as we drove through Atlanta, which was. Um, very enjoyable experience mm-hmm. um by far the biggest church i've been in and um i was <laughs> i kind of <laughs> i just had this thought but if anybody sees the commercials where it's trying not to become your parents when they're at the football game <laughs> and all they're talking about is the parking you know? you're about to be that person aren't you <laughs> yeah and that guy finally <laughs> says can enough of the parking <laughs> no more talking about the parking lot but uh but no, not just that. They but, have their own parking garage. Yeah, they have their own yes. parking garage, like three stories or something. Yeah, um, that's huge. Which was impressive to me. But I was just impressed that a facility that large and with that many people showing up to meet at a very specific time, there was zero waiting at any point, coming or going. Mm-hmm. I mean, we pulled in. Went right into the parking garage, into a parking spot, right into the main entrance, into the sanctuary. And then when we left, it was the same way. And and there was someone at every corner yes. and every entrance to help you along. And so um, hats off to uh, Dr. Michael Youssef uh, for, for his, his facility there because uh, it, was, it was very well managed and very friendly yes everybody was you be, super we, friendly we basically got passed from one greeter to another like literally yeah. like there was somebody who told us to turn like there was a sign that said turn our flashers on if you're a first time visitor and then there was one guy who told us that to look at the next guy where he would park mm-hmm. us and then that guy told us to talk to the guy at the door and so then the guy at the door no i forgot the name tag guy yeah he was in the middle, so mm-hmm. we pa- we got passed from the parking attendant to the guy with the name tags, who greeted us and sent us to the main doorway where there was another person who took us inside to another person mm-hmm. who showed us where to go and where the restrooms were, and where the sanctuary was. So we literally got passed from one person to another, and they were all equally friendly and welcoming, and yeah, yeah it was just it was really cool. Yeah, and that's something that that we've tried to do. Um, I don't know that we've done it every single time, but I kind of think so, is anytime we've went on a vacation or an anniversary getaway weekend, 
uh, we've tried to go to a random church <laughs> just pick a church either somewhere along the way or in the area and uh, it's been good and it's been bad <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, there was that one when nobody talked to us <laughs> yeah yeah and it was a, it was a pretty good sized church but not not a mega church but i yeah. mean there was probably a hundred people there yeah and out of a hundred <laughs> there was this one teenager yeah that called us right before we was fixing to leave yes. and he was so nice Mm-hmm. yeah so it's uh it's kind of been hit or miss but uh yeah but between all that uh and then this week at work i'm on extended hours uh so here we are fixing to record a podcast uh, we have no idea what we're doing because nobody wants to talk about business law and statistics no, no. and that's all i got right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no we are not doing business law <laughs> nor statistics unless we want to talk about the statistics uh, of god's timing which are very, very favorable very yes. favorable yes um no so that that's kind of a, a brief uh, little bit about our our weekend. Uh, I won't spend too much time on this, but uh, did you know that the University of Georgia is national champs? I did. I watched it happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember. He was right there with me. Uh, yeah. So anybody that's listened to the podcast very long knows that we're, uh, I, well, I've been a lifelong Georgia fan, and you wasn't very familiar with football really until about five years ago. Yeah. Time uh, met you. Yeah. And I just... I ushered you right in. I, I got you quick before you had time to become an Alabama fan. Uh, or I was not fan. an Alabama fan, even when I didn't know anything about football. <laughs> so that was exciting, and uh, but we won't talk too much on that. Uh, no, but I, I want to talk tonight just a little while about God's timing. And, I, I mean, I believe you probably know what's on my mind and why I decided to go there. But there's so much that we can talk about in God's timing. And and I'm not just talking about personal experiences. But when we look through the Bible, uh, probably the most well-known one would be with Lazarus. Um, mm-hmm. And we look at God's timing. And, and most of the time when we think about God's timing, we recognize it in a time when we disagree with it like with Lazarus Mm -hmm. and you know and and it's like we don't we don't think about his timing until we think he's late yeah yeah Mm -hmm. but all the all the other times his timing is still perfect uh and like you said we don't we don't recognize it but me and you talked a little bit um over the weekend about uh David and how that David was called to be king but then once he got the call he was put back in Mm-hmm. in 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 waiting um and i forget now we had several uh paul the apostle paul once he yes. was called on, on the road to damascus he spent three years in arabia uh mm-hmm. in waiting and and i think through our conversation we think that if i get called to preach i should be out there tomorrow doing it or if i get called to one you know a, a certain place oh, i just thought of somebody good for that example and that's moses he was mm-hmm. he was called to be the leader of israel but he spent years what 40 years, 40 in, the years wi- in midian in midian in like that in the wilderness so mm-hmm. like that's for real hiding yeah <laughs> you got there by yourself with a bunch of sheep yeah so it's um 
Yeah, God's timing is very um, different than ours. It's different than ours, and and the only time we really question it is when we we don't understand it, mm-hmm. and we like you said, we think it should have happened. Well, it's easy to to look at like the the people we just talked about. They're called to do something, and I'm called to do something. I know what I'm called to do. But I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. The doors aren't opening. I'm not sure how to do it. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And and it's easy in those in the in those times to okay, God, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Well, it might be that He's got you in hiding to prepare you for what you're actually called to do. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times we might be called, but that doesn't mean we're prepared in that moment. You you think back to to King David, and you, if you know the story, if not. Uh, Samuel the prophet came and went through all of the 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 primary suspects, I guess you'd say, which was David's brothers, mm-hmm. and the ones that candidates they yeah, were they didn't candidates. do anything bad, <laughs> um, <laughs> but they they look the part mm-hmm. or or had the the uh, demeanor mm-hmm. or whatever, and then there was David that didn't even show up to the meeting. He wasn't invited. Yeah, <laughs> so here here he comes in. And Samuel tells him that you have been appointed to be king of Israel. Mm-hmm. And you would think, I mean, if that would had been me or you, we would have probably went on in and started packing our bags. I'm, I'm going to be king, and we're going to get started. But David went back out, and mm-hmm. n- not because David chose to, but because God says, you're hey, king. Hey, you're king, but not yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... We have yeah. a we have a really hard time with the not yet. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I, I, you're called, but not in the position yet. Yeah, you're king. You're anointed. You're appointed for such a time as this, mm-hmm. but not yet. Yeah, exactly. And you think it, it wasn't this that David stayed where he was at the whole time, and they said, "Okay, today's the day. Come on and to the palace and be king." Mm-hmm. But David went to the palace and had to Serves. serve yes um and then the whole time knowing you know so well and that but while he's there serving his life is threatened like on the daily mm-hmm. yeah so, so add that to the whole <laughs> how many times would would you in david's position have questioned god's timing mm-hmm. oh yeah god's call or god's timing mm-hmm. either one way you want to look at it but anyways there was a very specific situation that happened, and I know you're going to tell it a lot better than me, so uh, I, ain't, I ain't even going to tell you what it is. <laughs> so. so I should probably preface this with just the fact that several years ago, someone gave me the idea or, or gave, gave this line of thought to me, and it just excited me, that to... to Take a moment that happens and then go backwards from it to all of the things that happened in order for that particular moment. So that's the line of thinking. Like when you encounter someone and you're able to speak encouragement or you're able to share the gospel, if you go backwards from that moment of you crossing their path, of them being in the same place at the same time as you, you go backward from that moment and look at all of the little things that you didn't even think about that mattered in that timing. So this is what happened um, Sunday. Sunday morning, we um, we left our little Airstream camper where we were staying, and we went to get breakfast. But on the, I'm not sure, should I tell the ending first and then back up? 
I should probably tell the ending first. Probably so. Okay, so the ending of this story is we were at Golden Corral, standing in line, and this very nicely dressed gentleman comes in, and long story short, this is the ending. So he paid for our meal. He paid for our breakfast and gave a tip for us to leave our waitress. And so obviously, and, you know, we're like, okay, like, wow, you know, and we were able to share podcast cards with him. And so if he's listening, thank you, sir, for your kindness and for for letting us see God's timing in a really incredible and cool way. And feel free to to comment on our Facebook page or somewhere and let us know who you are. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we, as we sat down and and started eating, we just started talking about all of the little things that timed that moment to have that moment and, and share, excuse me, share that moment with, with him and be able to talk about God and talk about being encouraged and just having that moment. And then he was such a blessing to us. But when we, on our way to the restaurant, we were doing our Bible study together and we were listening to the Bible recap podcast. And as we pulled into the parking lot, there were two minutes and 10 seconds left on the podcast. And I asked you if you wanted to listen to them or wait. And -hmm. we decided to go ahead and listen. So that was two minutes and 10 seconds. That we got delayed from going in. Yes, that we didn't go in right away. Backing up from there, um, when we left that morning, the GPS wanted to take us a certain way, but you had to go back past this house that you had seen on our way to the Airstream Mm -hmm. because it was dark, and (laughs) this is so funny. But, okay, so y'all, he saw this in the window of an abandoned-looking house, so everything was grown up around it, and the house was in disrepair. And in the window... There was a light shining, and the curtain was pulled back, and there was this, like, old woman looking out the window, and it super creeped him out. I've never seen it so... It was very creepy. So freaked out. I didn't see it, okay? So when, like, all weekend, he kept saying, I don't know if that was a real woman or if that was, like, a mannequin standing there or, like, if it was a real woman, that is just so creepy. And so when we left Sunday morning, he had to go by that house, so it, like, we didn't follow the GPS. We went back the way we came, which took us by that house, which changed the time that we arrived at the restaurant. So I'm going, I, I know I keep going backwards here. Now, let's not go too much further before we say it was a mannequin, but it was like a skeleton <laughs> head. I was going to leave that part out. With, with a wig on it, like an like a old lady's okay, gray so wig. Okay, so in the yeah. daylight, it was pretty creepy. So seeing it at night, I can't see why it totally yeah. freaked you out. Yeah, so. I just, it was just funny because usually I'm the one who gets freaked out at those things because, you know, my aversion to wax figures and all that stuff. So the fact that you saw it and it creeped you out, it just, it, I just found yeah. it humorous. If you'd seen it at night, it would have ruined your whole weekend. <laughs> you wouldn't have slept all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very glad I didn't see it. Anyways, so that that timing mattered as to when we got to the restaurant and mm-hmm. when we went inside. All of that mattered. And then even the night before, we were talking about going to a different restaurant. And then that got changed. And then we ended up going where we went. So all of these little things, we came back up several months ago when we had the trip planned on a different weekend. And it got changed. 
And you look at all of those little things. So the weekend got changed. The restaurant was changed. The, the way, the route that we took, all of these things mattered in timing. Yeah. And then when we got there and we waited two minutes and 10 seconds to go inside, mm-hmm. all of that, all of that timing. And that's just on our side of it. Yeah. The, the gentleman who we encountered, I don't know what his morning looked like. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if he got stuck at a red light that he was getting frustrated at. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Because those are the little things that, that matter in our day that we like, oh, come on, hurry up. Because we're always in a hurry. We're always got something to do. We always have somewhere to go. But it might be that that two minutes and 10 seconds that puts you at a, at a divine a- appointment and lets you encounter someone to share the gospel with them, to be a blessing to them. Yeah. And when you start thinking backwards of what what God did, what God orchestrated to get you there in that moment and to get that person there in that moment, that's how much he cares. Like yeah. that's how much he just loves us and just just does crazy things like that. And, and, to, and to show us that he loves us. Yeah, and somebody might be listening and think they're making a really big deal out of somebody bought their, their breakfast. But, you know, if you've been to Golden Corral, you know you, you get in line and you pay then. So sometimes I've been in restaurants sitting at a table and I see, you know, someone else, another family or something, mm-hmm. and I'll just tell the waitress when their bill comes, I'd like to pay for that. That's one thing, because timing is not as important because you're sitting there for yeah. a while. So we ended up in line with this gentleman, but still, you may be thinking, "What's what's the big deal?" But it was it was a moment. Um, it wasn't just that we standing there and he said, "Hey, I want to buy your meal," but prior to that, we talked about godly things, mm-hmm. and and we talked about. Uh, we shared the Jesus center stage with him. and um, But then when we got up there, not only was it a blessing for us that we got to be encouraged by talking about Jesus at, you know, before church on a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. but as, as he had paid for the meal and we was getting ready to walk away there, he talked about how it encouraged him. Mm-hmm. He was on his way to church, too. And he said it encouraged him to be able to help someone, to do something nice for mm-hmm. someone. So, yeah, it may look like, you know, a very little circumstance, but what what it ended up with was three people, four really, because there was another man with him, but three people for sure that left that restaurant with encouragement in their heart and a... Mm-hmm. Not only that, but a, um, I don't have a word for it, I guess. But I left with an encouragement for one another. like An appreciation? An appreciation, I guess. That this man who was from a a perfect stranger from a different city, I mean, because we was just outside of Atlanta, Mm -hmm. um, from a you know different cultures and everything else that we could throw in, but there was there was love between us. There mm-hmm. was kindness. Mm-hmm. There, but there was he wanted to encourage us, and in doing so, it encouraged him, 
And we all left there in a better place mm-hmm. spiritually because of it. So, yeah, it was a little thing. But I think there we could we could start a different podcast on go back and look at the tiniest of things that may have changed someone's day. Mm-hmm. May have took someone from a bad mood to a good mood, which lasted them the other 12 hours of that and day. Then, and then think about the the timing that it took for you to be there in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like I'm telling you, you can get absolutely overwhelmed at the goodness of God if you start looking at the everything that went into getting me here at this moment. Yeah. Like I when we where were we? We were in Savannah, the lady on the bench. Yeah. Everything like I can't even remember now, but every every little thing, that every little thing that happened that day to get us on the river walk at that time of the evening to mm-hmm. be able to talk to her in that moment. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know I didn't know she was gonna be there. Yeah. I didn't plan my day. You hadn't been watching her all day or nothing. <laughs> I hadn't been watching <laughs> her all day. I've never even seen her before. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. When you start looking at the sovereignty of God and how he times things mm-hmm. and to get us where where he wants us so he can use us in those circumstances it is such an encouraging thing and it's such an exciting thing because ne- next time you're starting to get irritated at a red light you might be thinking god's holding me up for something yeah you know and we you might not see it you may you, you may not see that's it that's why i said but we, we you, only get aware of his timing when we think that it was too late or we see the the work of it like what yeah. we what we did and sometimes sometimes Golden you're Crow. not going to see it but no. i do believe that if you have that mindset that if you if you start looking for things then you're going to see it a lot more often yeah, if you sure. start recognizing i just had the opportunity to reach something for that little old lady who couldn't in the store mm-hmm. or i just had the opportunity to smile at somebody who looks like they lost their last friend four days ago like like, I just the, had the opportunity moment. to get in line in front of somebody that was running behind me. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> <laughs> it's not okay. How do you get a ruined thing? Uh, Anyways, I'm just when kidding, you, by the way. Just kidding. Always let that other person in. When you have those, unless it's Shane, then you can get in front of him. <laughs> um, you always have those opportunities, and they, they're they just little things, but they're little things that God can use. Yes. Um, something happened in Publix today. I try to be nice because lots of shoppers are not nice, and so I try to be nice. Um, and one of the one of the Publix employees told me that another one said about me, "She's always so nice." Mm-hmm. And it's it's just I don't I've never like I've never taken her a gift. I've never, you know, I've never I've yeah. just interacted with her because I need something, you know, but, to be honest with you. But like when you know, whenever I see her, I say hi, or you know, I talk yeah. to him. But when everybody else is in a rush or being rude because they're trying to rush, 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 and they, and that makes you sometimes not be considerate. Mm-hmm. Then if somebody is considerate, it sticks out. I mean, yeah. uh, the light saying, shines the brightest a, in the dark. I didn't do a big thing. Kind of thing. I didn't plan anything. I didn't, no, no, you know, I didn't saying. like go out of my way to do anything. Mm-hmm. But just sometimes just being, being, yeah. just being Christ-like, just being love and joy and peace, just being that makes a lot of difference. And when you look at the opportunities that 
so many, I don't know, maybe the, I'm the only one who's fascinated by this, but we have so many people that we cross paths with that we never see again. Yeah. And what in that, what can we do in that moment of, of encounter when your eyes meet and you can smile or you can let them go ahead of you or you can help them if something is spilled or you could, you know, just as you may never see that person again. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, there's a there's time. It's like time stops for you to have this moment, you know, and that and God has orchestrated your entire day yeah. to get you at that place at that time. And sometimes you can see it on a on a daily thing. Sometimes you can look back over your life and say the moment that I'm here right now is because God orchestrated timing. Mm-hmm. And he put me here, and then he took me out of there, and then he put me here. Like, the timing, his timing is just amazing. Yeah. He's and really good at it. We're talking, we started out by talking about we're celebrating our anniversary, and we go, I can go all the way back to that, because if I was looking for churches and had been to a bunch of churches and randomly picked the church that you attended, However, if I had randomly picked that church a month later, a month later, then you wouldn't have been there mm-hmm. because you went off to the school of ministry for almost a year. So yep. even that, like I wouldn't, there would be no Jesus Center Stage podcast right now because we wouldn't have mm-hmm. met each other. I could have came to that church and then been there for almost a year before I ever met you. Or maybe you would have stayed another year or more in you know uh, at the school. So so much goes into God's timing that we don't we don't think about sometimes. We just think that it we, happened. Yeah, we take it for granted. Yeah, and you know like a lot of just, our days. This is our life now, yeah. you know. But it's because God put it in, mm-hmm. like God put it there. Yeah. Even to even to the the church change before we got married where we could meet that pastor and his wife and they could be who they were in our lives and then he married us eat that timing like i feel like god just picked us up and moved us because he knew we needed them in that moment mm-hmm. and now her and i are still very close like yeah. i i still have that friendship and that that prayer partnership with her and i would have never met her mm-hmm. if i hadn't met you and if I, you know like it, it all just his timing is just amazing and if you feel like down and out about your life right now just start looking at his timing Mm -hmm. and how he how he puts things into place and how he moves you and if you and and get encouragement on where he's put you here and know that his timing is continuing The, the the place of hiding that you might be in or the place of waiting that you might be in it is just part of the process and you're going to be able to look back and say, if God wouldn't have held me up at this season of my life. Yeah. And he would if he would have just let me go do what I wanted to do instead of holding me up here and teaching me here, then I would have missed this. Oh, yeah. I would and have never seen this. How many people um, can look back and, and for those of you that that maybe were listening to country music back in the 80s, uh the Garth Brooks song. Of, Some of us weren't alive. Yes. Uh, <laughs> called Unanswered Prayers. And it kind of, you know, in that story, he's he went to his high school reunion with his wife. And he ran into the girl that he was so in love with in high school. And he he's like, you know, he was head over heels and wanted to spend forever with her. 
and now when he's looking at her, he's thankful for his wife. Uh-huh. And, he's, and he says, I thank God for unanswered prayers because he was praying in high school. That he would get her. Yeah, and now, so I think every, that was probably a popular song because everybody can relate to something like that. Like, I prayed that I would, mm-hmm. you know, that I'd be with them forever, but now I look and things are so much better than if I had been with them. So everybody yep. can relate to that. But I would like to, um, as we... I have another story, too, so I need you to hurry. Well, go back, because I was fixing to go to one final one. Okay, so I'll hurry real quick. But another really cool timing thing that just happened was on on my podcast, on my podcast, Audaciously Unpopular, several, like, I guess was it was... a shameless plug. That, it's, it go, okay, just, just hear me out, okay? So... I this this past Monday the newest podcast that was out has a guest on it and I had contacted her because of a post that she shared and asked her if she would consider being a guest and then because of timing that I didn't even think of um, we decided to have her have her let record her portion of it and have it to me after Christmas and then I was looking at the calendar, and I settled on January 10th for the day that it would come out. What I did not realize was that January 10th was her birthday. And what I had asked her to share on is something that is very personal to her. Oh, and unpopular. It's very unpopular. And it's something that she has felt God leading her to share. But it's it's personal, and it's hard for her to step out there and and let go and just say okay this is this is it this is my testimony this is where i was this is the addiction i had this is what i dealt with and i didn't know that it was her birthday but i just like okay so we'll have it ready for january 10th and so just the timing of that like i i really believe that was god giving her a little reminder hey i got you like i want you to share this i want and i know it's it's not a big thing and it, it mattered more to her than it did anybody else. But it's just those timing things that if, you, if we just stop and look, we can see how much timing he, he orchestrates in our lives. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that is good. Um, and, yeah, I joked that was a shameless plug, but uh, go check that out, uh, Audaciously Unpopular. Um, I did want to go back as we get ready to close because we started this out with a couple of uh, examples. And I said probably the best known one was with Lazarus. And I do realize not not all of our listeners are familiar with Scripture. And, and that's that's good. I mean, it's not good that you're not familiar, but it's good that that people will still be listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> that, you just butchered that. Yeah, that or what not. he's trying to say is it's okay if you're not familiar with it. That's right. Because we're all learning at different we're all learning. We're all learning at different yeah. speeds. And, and we all start at different times. But anyways, um I did want to kind of touch on that story because it is kind of the usually when somebody talks about God's time and it goes back to that story. But um a friend of Jesus, Lazarus, uh two sisters, Mary and Martha, um Lazarus passed away and that they sent word to Jesus well let me let me back up Lazarus got sick they sent word to Jesus to come and to heal Lazarus Uh, Jesus was in a different place obviously well Jesus 
got in no hurry. He waited and waited and waited and waited. He, he waited two days, didn't and, he, before he started? Yeah, and it was a two-day journey from what I can remember. But um, the, even the disciples were saying, why are we not going? Why are we mm-hmm. not going? And when they got there, Mary and Martha came and met him and said. Actually, Martha did. Martha. Don't ruin the story. Okay. It matters. <laughs> Uh, and said that, uh, started questioning, why was you not here? If you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Mm-hmm. And now he's been buried. He's, uh, you know, they put him in a tomb. And um, so they're they're upset at, at God's timing, mm-hmm. at Jesus' timing, because they're thinking. They feel like he doesn't care. Yeah. Well, not only, yeah. Like, why why was he, did he not know? Did he not understand? When we sent, we sent word and said, Lazarus is sick. They thought like they thought he was their friend. Yeah. And then he and then didn't on, show up. On the other side, here's the disciples who are following Jesus and they're saying, "Why are we not going? Mm-hmm. Why are you you know, why are we still here? We got to get to to your friend Lazarus." So everybody involved except for Jesus himself is it's, saying the timing mm-hmm. is off. The timing is off and and this isn't good. Yeah. But when Jesus showed up, he he was not in a panic. He comforted them, and then they took him to the tomb. And 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 then the story goes on that Jesus said, "Lazarus, come out." And Lazarus got up and come out after being dead for four, four days, because days. Um, um, Martha, Mary. <laughs> you done made me nervous now because I haven't read this uh, this scripture in, which in a while. Are, which the, part the are you one talking that about? told him that he's been there four days and he stinks. Martha. Yeah. So she said, "Hey, he's been in there four days. He stinks. Don't go. You don't want to open. You don't want to open that tomb. It's gonna be bad." Of course, Jesus had him open the tomb. He called Lazarus out. Lazarus come out, and next thing you know, they're up back at home eating dinner together. Mm-hmm. So when. When we look at that story, it's telling us that that we might think that four too many days has gone by, and we may think that that situation or or that opportunity is is rotten and stinking now because it's you know past yeah. and gone. But when we look at when we look at God's timing, it it's it's in our faith in Him, mm-hmm. and even even in that story. Uh, Mary and Martha both had faith in Jesus. They just thought that his timing was off. They they expected it to happen at a certain time mm-hmm. in a certain way. Yeah, and that's we have to be careful with that, expecting him to do things a certain way mm-hmm. or at a certain time because we'll miss it. Yeah, we'll it, just completely miss what he's setting us up for. Yeah, and here here's the thing about God's timing, is God always works his timing out for him to get the most glory mm-hmm. out of it. And, yeah, to come and heal Lazarus when he was sick, there would have been some glory. But then there would have been some people saying, well, he was going to get well anyway. He's had, he's had well, a cold. Well, not only that, but if he, if he wouldn't have waited until Lazarus was dead, then we wouldn't have I am the resurrection and the life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. We, and, and Mary and Martha wouldn't have known him as life. Yeah. They knew him as friend, and they believed in him, and they, they followed him as, as the son of God. But they would not have known him as life mm-hmm. in that way. And, and think about this too: when when Lazarus was sick, there was maybe a few people at his house with him. Mm-hmm. 
but probably just a couple there taking care of him. But when he passed away, everybody and they, showed up. They buried him. Mm-hmm. Then everybody showed up, and the house was full mm-hmm. of people there mourning and and caring for one another. So now, God's glory mm-hmm. reached a multitude of people besides just one. All throughout yeah, that story. Don't get me started on Mary in that story. So, but it's anyway, that podcast. is. Uh, that story is found in John uh, chapter 11, uh, the Gospel of John chapter 11. If you want to go check it out and uh, and just see how perfect God's timing is. So uh, don't ever think that um, that something is, is too far gone, including yourselves. Including, or not happening soon enough. Yeah, uh, because, uh, you know, in God's timing, it's okay. Yes, it's going to be all right. And, and if uh, you have, if if you catch this uh, working backwards from a moment thing, and and you can trace back something that you would like to share with us, then send us an email or message us on Facebook mm-hmm. or email JesusCenterStage at gmail dot com. Yeah, because we love these kind of things. In case timing. you can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Until next week, keep Jesus center stage in your life.